Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian I will remember you Will you remember me We say goodbye to a Clipper legend, but we have another one return. Welcome to LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host. Uh, Jesse Sandoval, who's very shocked by this intro. <laughs> he came in this, and I did not tell me how he was going to start this, and that was that was well that was well played. I, I enjoyed it. It was beautiful. Your reaction um, alone is was worth it. My my wife is uh, over there on the couch just laughing at me right now. <laughs> it was worth it. I thought about that the minute Semi got waved. I was like, this is how I'm going to start <laughs> the next podcast. And and then we got interrupted with some Paul George news. So I was like, all right, how, how am I going to mix the two? So I, I think I think I did an okay job. I, I think you did a phenomenal job, honestly. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. So what, what's, what's, let's do some uh, housekeeping real quick. Um, there was a good chance we were both going to be moving into new places this week. So if there's any audio issues on either end of ours, we apologize. We decided to have life altering uh, moves the same week Paul George came back. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we apologize, but it is what it is. Hopefully you enjoy the content and not the quality. Uh, there was there was a moment right before we we put we pushed record where I was like, all right, Jesse, you ready? And then, and then he, uh, his computer had like a notification sound. And it was like, doo-doo-doo. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish I recorded that because it was, it was, it was really special. Uh, but what's going on, Jesse? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? It's a good week. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good so far, you know? Like, I'm battling a cold right now. And also, you know, as you said, we're both dealing with relocation. Um. You know, my dog, who's uh, very, like, very clingy to my sisters, and uh, he's very, very upset that I'm not letting him go outside right now. But uh, anyways, aside from that, um, everything's balancing out really well, because you know who's who's back. Yeah. But at what cost? (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. That stuff fell swallow, you know? Like, it wasn't easy. I would say most podcasts would start off with Paul George news, but this is the LA Clips forum. No, we, ha- I agree. we have to say goodbye to a Clipper legend, Sammy Ojale, before we get started on Paul George. Dude, I did not see that happening. Honestly, I'll be hundred <laughs> percent. I thought we were keeping guy. <laughs> I thought we had more time. I thought we had more time. For I, I thought so too. I thought he had more. Th- All of a sudden, he plays the Sixers. And then again, there's like a notification on Twitter, and it's like Samuel Ojale has been waived. Amir Coffey gets his guaranteed contract. Xavier Move gets a two-way spot, and I'm like, so just like that, huh? On a on a Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> um, not on a Tuesday, on a Saturday afternoon, just like that. <laughs> I so I got my news from you. You're yeah. my woes because I was on vacation and I was driving through the PCH, and we got through Big Sur, so I had no reception whatsoever. And the moment I get reception, I get a text message from you. 
semi got semi got cut and i was like no way this is i couldn't handle it like honestly no, i was yeah. like i was bummed out i knew i was gonna ruin your trip i even i think i even texted you like hey i know you're on vacation but semi usually got waived uh, <laughs> and now our, now we can never have our bet i mean well we still have rodney hood but yeah you you can still get your jersey um maybe we'll figure that out maybe we'll both share a, a ronnie hood jersey or something <laughs> uh, but but let's say goodbye to the tattoos they both had to be on the playoff roster for those tattoos to happen not gonna yeah. happen not gonna happen so clipper nation i want I, i'm sorry i apologize talk talk to the front office uh but we're not getting those um but yeah uh but we'll, we'll, i guess we should talk you know, this is a positive podcast. Amir Coffee gets his guaranteed roster spot. That's good, right? Yes, absolutely. I agree so, with that so, one. So, yeah. Um, Xavier, Moon, I, I like him too. He's going to probably help Reggie get some rest. Um, so, we were right about Paul George coming back. Yeah. We, yeah. we had we had the date and everything. We did not have to do the Skip Bayless pose. That's also... No, yeah. Part of me was kind of bummed out. I didn't want to do the Skip Bayless pose. I'll tell you I, ha- I had... I had the little table set up and everything. I, I I recently, I have some shoes I could use that are brand new. They're not Jordans, but they're shoes. And I was going to pull my suit out, but nope. Apparently we had, the, apparently we're spot on journalists here at the LA Clips Forum where we have sources too. And we got the Tuesday date. Uh, how early do we have the Tuesday date? Was it a week beforehand? Yes. It was about uh, a week. And I didn't see anything on Twitter or anything before that announcing mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's practicing, he's doing five on fives. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's going to come back this week. And then he was coming back Tuesday. And was it, was it probably the most special game of the year? It has to be up there. Uh, it, dude, it's, it's number one. It's the, it's the most special game of the season. Oh yeah. It, not only do we do we, we make another 25 point comeback against the Utah Jazz, like that's just the thing we do. And Paul George, who I thought was gonna have a minute restriction, I was like, oh, he might get like 20 minutes or so. He he goes, plays the first six minutes, he sits out, and I'm like, oh, okay. Play and then he plays a little bit again in the second quarter. We're getting blown out a little bit. Not blown out, blown out, but we're we're not we're not playing well. Yeah. And then so I'm kind of like, you know, I was getting ready for the Twitter space, ready, you know, to basically say, well, you know, it's good to see Paul George back. It looks like we're still getting some things taken care of. But, you know, that we we fought hard. But, you know, you know, the, the Utah Jazz are a good team, right? No, no, it doesn't seem like the Utah Jazz are a good team. <laughs> they, they, they blew a 25 point lead. And Paul George had himself a game. Over 30 points, had four steals. TNT said he had five. I don't know where TNT got that stat, but he had at least four steals. And just seeing him on defense, pickpocketing people and leading transition. Oh, it was beautiful. What are your thoughts? Uh, dude, there's, I can't put a word to it. It's just, it was a great game in general. Um, well, like you said, <laughs> sorry. The second half of the game was amazing. Uh, I mean, Paul George had every excuse in the book to say, you know, have a bad game, but he didn't. He played his heart out, um, and I think they fed off his effort too. I'm not gonna um, when they started when he started putting pressure. Um, his elbow looks fine. His dude, it looks like he's been playing five on five for quite some time. 
Oh, absolutely. When it was late in the game and they're, they're like Paul George makes a shot, he kind of complains to the, the ref or something like that. And then like Royce O'Neal takes the ball out and like kind of hip checks Paul George on the baseline. I, I, I had flashbacks to Joe Ingles and I was, I was ready to just drive to crypto and see if anybody wanted to have throw, throw some hands. I was like, there's no way, no way a Utah jazz player was going to take out another one of our stars. I was like, I don't know. I was just, I don't, I, I got pissed, but he I just picture you in the parking lot with a bat, <laughs> like a leather jacket, like with spikes on it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just chilling out there. Like everyone knows why I'm there. <laughs> All the Clipper fans walk past me. They, they don't raise, they don't raise an eyebrow. Uh, like the security and the cops that are outside crypto kind of just look the other way. <laughs> um. But he, everything's fine. Everything was fine. I was like, all right. And I don't hate Royce O'Neal as a player. So I was like, ah, that's frustrating that he did that. But I can see, I can see, you know, if I was a Utah Jazz player and I was blowing another 25 point lead, I, I would get frustrated too. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Um, it was pretty funny because I saw a tweet and I'm blanking out who tweeted it. Um, but he was like, uh, Paul George got, he got a, got a, uh, got a no call. Paul George is back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, like, it's not a Clippers game unless Paul George gets hacked to the basket. He makes the layup and then puts his hands up uh, and still becomes, like, the, the second person back on defense. He, he puts his hands up, looks at the ref, argues for a second, and still gets back before most of the defense gets back. That's that's there's nothing. That's Paul George basketball for you, baby. No, that's, Clipper, that's Clipper basketball right there, baby. So, um, so are you excited now for a, the play-in game slash possible playoff run with with Paul George? Am I excited? Yeah. What kind? What kind of question is that, Brian? I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe. Maybe there's more expectations now, and you. God yeah, man. I just like punch the TV. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. Like, we got Paul George now. Um, we're almost healthy. Um, possibly Norman Powell might come back. And if he does, that's a huge boost boost in the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just and more more spread in the floor, honestly. And I can only imagine what Luke Kennard can do with that. Luke Kennard, when when Paul George had gravity yesterday, and Luke Kennard got open, it was beautiful. It I a tear went down my my face, and I was like. This is this is what I've been waiting for. All those Chris Haynes updates, all all those weird videos, seeing the spacing of Luke Kennard and Paul George on the court together again. Yeah, I almost cried. Like I went, like I said, the the best thing about being a Clippers fan is eventually having kids and telling your your kids <laughs> about these moments. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I was there, I was there watching TV. When the Clippers made their second twenty-five point lead come back to the, the Utah Jazz, and this time you, you, Luke Kennard had seventeen points because of Paul George's gravity, it was beautiful. And imagine the gravity when Norman Powell comes back, and apparently he's going to come back in about seven to ten days or so, or at least be practicing within that time frame. So it looks like he'll be back before the playing game. I don't know what influence he's going to have in the playing game or whatever, but. That's a good. That's a good sign too. And uh, you know, there's a possibility that Kawhi comes back in the playoffs. Then, and who's gonna say no to that? 
you'd be foolish enough to say no to that. Who who wants to say no to that? Who wants to see Kawhi and who doesn't want to see Kawhi and Paul George and Norman Powell on the court together in the playoffs for a possible championship? I mean, you'd be foolish to think that. So I, if with that lineup out there, including Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard could put up like eight threes. That's 24 points off three-pointers alone, plus, you know, an occasional free throw range shot, maybe maybe a, maybe a free throw there and there. Do you think Luke Kennard gets a 30-piece in the playoffs with those guys? Uh, yeah, I can totally see it. I'm not going to lie. I can, I can see Luke, I can see Ty Lue making plays for, for Luke Kennard. Oh, if if we get that thirty piece, we're gonna have to come up with something, because I I I'm I'm struggling without Semi Ojale's twenty piece. <laughs> I, we got to come up with something new. Um, yeah. So Brian Windhorse, I, I this is on the way home today. He's an ESPN guy. I don't know yeah. what show he's on. I want to say it was the Max Kellerman show. Uh, I'm not. I don't really pay attention too much to ESPN anymore. I used to a lot, but then they're just not very good at what they do. Uh, he says that he doesn't think Kawhi would come back in the playoffs because he doesn't think that it would be a good idea to play a tough Memphis team coming off an ACL. And he doesn't think that they should play the juggernaut in the Suns because they're one of the best teams in the NBA. That's bullshit. <laughs> because <laughs> what is Kawhi just going to be like, hey, it looks like we're playing Memphis. You think Kawhi's just going to be like, nah, fam, I'm all right. <laughs> if he's good to go, he's going to play. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like quiet in the back just like <laughs> like he's just hey so it looks like we got memphis and he's just he, he shows up in his practice gear ready to w- walk in lose like hey it looks like it's gonna be memphis and then quiet is just like he just uh motions uh to his neck he's like nah i'm all right and then just turns around uh, goes back to the locker room takes his shoes off comes back out in a new balance hoodie and just sits in a chair <laughs> like it's i don't understand why you wouldn't want to come out especially after you go past the playing game um the team that has momentum against a young grizzlies team i think you know we have a chat with trent and jake you know we just like chit chat and trent made a really good point they're they're young and unproven so Mm -hmm. i mean they're still a good team don't get me wrong they're they're fast on transitions um and they have a lot of bite with their yeah, part. They're, so they're, they're, they're they could they could easily be the scariest team in the playoffs, or they could just as well be the the young, inexperienced team that, when it comes down to adjustments, half court basketball, they might struggle. We don't know. And then what usually happens is you start to see what your team really is in the playoffs, and then in the off season you make adjustments in the front office to figure out well, what works, what can we get for certain players? And the Clippers did that, right? Like, we blew the 3-1 lead against Denver. We got rid of Doc Rivers. Montrez Harrell was kind of toxic in the locker room. We got rid of – well, we didn't get rid of him, but we allowed him to walk. And we brought in players like Serge Ibaka and stuff like that and Ty Lue, and we built a culture now. You know, like, we realized the culture wasn't good, and we had to make some changes there. So now – it seems like, you know, Memphis could be getting – because the Memphis is a really deep team. So we'll see how they try to complement John Morant in this offseason. But, like, this this playoff first round is really going to determine if they're ready for this moment and if we have quiet. Like, if we don't have quiet, then, yeah. 
And if Kawhi's not ready, absolutely, don't come back, right? But I, I don't think game one or game three or game six is going to come come around and Kawhi's just going to be like, nah, I'm all right, fam. Yeah. No, it's it's not it's not quite his characteristic. I, I know he's probably looking at Spurs uh, during his time in Spurs, but that's because his doctor is saying that he's not okay. Like the team doctor was saying it was okay, but his personal doctor wasn't, and I believe that's the reason why he sat out for most of the season. He didn't feel right. He didn't feel hundred percent. It's not that he didn't want to play for the Spurs. I think he got to that point towards the end of his um, duration there, but I don't think he ever saw that in Toronto during his tenure with the Toronto Raptors. And I don't think he has that animosity with the Clippers organization. If anything, I think he's willing to go war with these guys. And everyone talks about, like, how much weapons they have. But we're going to have Norman Powell already. If if what we're hearing is true and Norman Powell comes in and play on, playing, he should be situated by that time. You know, he mm-hmm. should know the role. He should be able. Adding Kawhi. Yeah, we might have some hiccups here and there, and I said that before, but I trust Ty Lu to be able to coach them and put themselves in a situation where they can win this series. Uh, I agree. And if you think about it, too, on top of that, let's just say Norman Powell is not necessarily in sync with everybody else, right? Then it take let's have him come off the bench. And it's not like our second units have been absolutely destroying teams lately. So he's going to add a punch off the bench. And then if you feel like he's not in sync necessarily to play with the rest of the, like the starters yet, that's fine. Give him some more time. It's not, it wouldn't be the first time in Clippers history that we had to get someone in rhythm in the first round of a playoff series. So we just do it again. And then maybe he plays the fourth quarter. If he's hot, him and Paul George kind of figure out what's going, how to play together. It doesn't really matter how the other three guys play then, right? As long as everyone knows their assignments on defense, I think that you're fine. On offense, I'll, Paul George and Norman Powell will figure it out. For example, favorite play maybe of all t- – my favorite play all time as a Clipper uh, might be Hartenstein throwing a terrible pass to Paul George. Paul George ca- catching with one hand just throws a dagger at Isaiah Hartenstein for an alley-oop. I'm explaining it right now, and if you did not see the play, you'll you'll you're not gonna be able to visualize it. You're just gonna have to find it on YouTube or on Twitter or something. But it might be my favorite play of all time, maybe behind Luke Kennard, um, hitting that three pointer against the Wizards and getting the, the yeah the four point play and then just cussing like right after. That might be my favorite play of all time. But uh, two two of my favorite plays of all time in the same season. Can't get better than that. This might be my favorite season of all time. Uh, it's a season full of surprises, honestly. Um, yeah. This team, when we lost Paul George, after we already knew that Kawhi was not going to come back anytime soon and continue to fight and claw for a playoff spot and get that AFC, that's a surprise. Uh, to have Paul George come back, that was a surprise. Uh, I know we had sources saying that um, he was coming back. I just... I had some doubt with the organization, whether or not they would allow it, you know, yeah. and I think the organization likes to, they kind of have their history with injuries and they wanted to be more cautious and, but throw caution into the wind, baby. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to wait for next season. Like if we have a chance now, take this window, the West, the West is a mess right now. 
Like there's oh, injuries yeah. that there's in, there's injuries everywhere. Every team has a hole of some sort. Uh, maybe the best team is the Phoenix Suns, but we took them to six games last year with a team that is a fraction of what we got now. So we 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 have a chance, you know, against anybody. I desperately want to see a full healthy Clippers versus the Suns so badly. I just want Devin Booker to be put in his place. <laughs> like, well, if if you really want him to be put in his place, if we sign the Toronto Raptors mascot <laughs> and we're able to put him on the playoff roster by April 11th, it's donezo. Can you imagine, like, uh, during the intro, like, they, like, like announce their name, the Toronto, the Toronto Raptor, and he comes out with a Clipper jersey? <laughs> yeah, like, he still has, like, the, the like, the the Raptors jersey that's, you know, because it's just, it's all part of the same inflatable sword. It's still, so it's still there. But there's, like, a Clippers jersey over it, and he's just dabbing Chuck the Condor up every time he's on. Like, we just need to play defense. He was the Devin Booker stopper. That's all. That's what, that's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> this that's gonna be it's gonna be a great playoffs oh uh, uh, absolutely absolutely do you have any more thoughts before we we head out this is this is gonna be a shorter podcast i just want i just wanted us to get our excitement about paul george and the remember semi ogelay clipper legend probably I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like pretending like he's like passed away i'm like rest in peace <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> so yeah. like, wish the Re- best rest in free agency <laughs> uh, he finds a new destination. Yeah, I hope he plays somewhere else. I really do. Someone mentioned on Twitter that it's like, well, what happens if Samuel Ojale signs somewhere else and he gets a 20 piece? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he could sign like a 10 day contract and get a 20 piece before in this, in the end of the season. But if he does, if Samuel Ojale signs with another team and gets a 20 piece by the end of this season, which I don't, I don't, there's, a, there's like a week and a half left of basketball. Uh, but let's just say he does. Then yeah, I'll 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 still get the Clippers semi Ojale jersey, and so and I, I don't know I I feel like I don't like the statement jerseys, but to get a statement semi Ojale jersey that sounds that sounds about right. Or I'm gonna go back. I'll figure out what jersey we were wearing when he did the Dirk the Dirk Nowitzki shot against the Warriors, and then that's the jersey I'd get. But we'll see. I don't know if he's gonna sign up another team this year. And you'll be lucky enough. You'll be lucky because uh, it's gonna be half off. So, since so <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a custom. It's probably gonna be more expensive than a Paul George uh-huh. jersey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Let's> just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, it's and not not everyone's gonna. And you know what? I'm gonna be that guy because I remember last year, it kind of was on Twitter and Instagram. It was kind of a meme that some some fan showed up to a Clippers game and they had the uh, like a Yogi Ferrell jersey. And he's like, oh, this is the only guy with a Yogi Ferrell jersey. I was like, I'm pretty sure, pretty damn sure I'd be the only guy with a semi Ojale jersey. But yeah, I, I think it would be. Honestly. He has to get a 20 piece because I can't justify spending $200 on a jersey. So, like, I, like I, I feel like I could explain to my wife that I was like, oh, well, semi Ojale got a 20 piece. And she's like, oh, I totally get that. She doesn't watch sports, but she'd be like, I, I, yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> Clipper legend. <laughs> Sad so, go, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Favorite player this year. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's probably Luke Kennard, if I'm being honest. But, like, because for, for the podcast and, like, these characters we have on the podcast, Sammy Ojale is, like, my favorite player. And uh, I, you have Ronnie Hood. I took Sammy Ojale. And your guy got to stay. So how do you, how do you feel <laughs> that your guy got to stay? 
Oh man, it felt it felt like he deserved it after that amazing block, dude. He looked like Kevin Garnett out there, you know. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we say goodbye to a Clipper legend, and we return another one in Paul George. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a, leave a, like a little paragraph saying like, hey, you know what this this podcast is fine and uh leave a five star and then on spotify leave a five star too i understand that most people take most of their time on spotify listening to people who give myth misinformation about science on there but you know you can sometimes spend some time to listen to a clippers podcast and you know leave a nice little rating uh you can follow us on twitter at ellie clips forum and jesse thank you for coming on this podcast i know you're 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 a host so you should be here but it's been a tough week, and I appreciate you. Being I know. Here. It's like everyone's going to think like I'm crying because the time I was really, I'm just sick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and um, yeah, we didn't get a guest person for those vocals at the beginning. Those those were all me. You know, yeah. I got an EP dropping soon. Yeah, he's covering all Disney the Disney songs. You know, so yeah, and uh, so that was a, that was just a hey. Let me know if you want the the pre sale code for my EP. It's like it's like a kids' bot version, but it's gonna be yours. <laughs> <clears throat> I took a DNA test. I'm 100 percent that Clippers fan. <laughs> that was really bad. All right, uh, all right. Well, Trent, thank you for the outro. <laughs> Later. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs. Loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.